What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I am the pro gamer, Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. What's up, Greg Miller? Sorry, yeah, question from the peanut gallery. Hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. Thanks for having me on the show. Why? I know you're wearing your full Sail Armada thing they gave us at the Hall of Fame last year. Why are you mm -hmm. suddenly wearing it and calling yourself a pro gamer? Um, the real answer is um, I like to match my lights to my outfits, and I don't have any orange outfits, and the orange light looks dope. And I saw this, okay. you know what? I'm a pro gamer today, and I'm feeling good. Although I'm not really feeling good. Also, of course, we have Blessing at IOA Jr., the new face of video games, and of course, the former informer, Imran Khan, joining us as well. Um, here's my, my, I got some beef, Greg. I got some beef with the, with the, the, the pro gamer shirts. You're taking, I, you're taking the Sinatra news hard. I am taking the Sinatra news very hard. But these look like they are, are made to allow you to breathe. To yeah. allow you to kind of like, you know, be there doing all the like clicking heads and stuff that Andy yeah. does. Yeah. Right. You're ripping them shreds. This thing is a little sweat box. Sure. <laughs> like it's just, no. it's just insulating the heat. Like today, I would, it would breathe better than it does. I was working out my SF Shock one today. And I think that's part of the thing is they have that weird shine to them. They have that athletic shine, that jersey shine. You know what I mean? They're meant to, to hold it in. They're, they're, because yeah. this is a sports sun. You're supposed to sweat. All right. Yeah, there's there's cases, 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 energy like, inside. I feel like jerseys usually breathe, though. You know, yeah, there's See, how many jerseys do you think I've worn, and how many did I not wear in fifth grade with a t-shirt underneath it because I was horrified by my body? All right, I don't know what a jersey's supposed to fucking do, sir. All right, I mean, I I'm, like, I'm wearing like soccer jer. I feel like the soccer jerseys I've worn, I've been able to like you know feel free and feel like I got air flowing through me yeah. because you're gonna be doing a lot of running. Those are soccer but jerseys, as a gamer, though. maybe not. Well, these, these are these are meant to go to Walmart. Though. They're sitting here. They're the hot lights. Just beaming down on them, the thousands and thousands of fans around them breathing. Yeah. Yo, bless. There's heat. There's already. I don't need more heat. I want less heat. Dissipate. Dissipate. Maybe, maybe the state. Maybe the stadiums are cold because there's all the computers in the stadiums, and they don't want the computers to overheat. And so they had to make the jerseys like sweaters. Bless. Then they have accomplished that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is the kind of funny games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny games. We get together to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them. Uh, we make predictions, and sometimes those predictions are wrong. But guess what, gentlemen? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they're right. Um, you can watch this show uh, ad-free by going to patreon.com slash games, just like Mohammed Mohammed, Al Tribesman, James Hastings, Sancho West Gaming, Agent Cody Banks, Trent Berry, Julian, the gluten-free gamer, Joseph Aryusev, and Scott Radloff did. If you don't want to pay us, that's cool. You can get the show for free later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or your favorite podcast service to search for Kinda Funny Games cast. So many different options. You know what I mean? We like to we like to do that for you. So thank you for allowing us to do nice things for you. Um, earlier this year, guys, we did predictions. We did two prediction topics, which was just in January. <laughs> Is it just me or does that feel like that was last year that we yeah. did these prediction topics? It was a different world. It was January, so really different world. Like ago. And I feel like it'd be in any other year, it'd be silly for us to go back and look at our predictions uh, that we made in January in April. But this this whole situation we're going through, I feel like th there's a lot of stuff we might want to take back. We might want to change. So um, Audibles. over on uh reddit.com slash r slash kind of funny um our boy c anon went through and this is the same dude he's always getting our predictions for uh game awards and also keeping track of who wins and all that stuff 
uh he went through the two episodes and because we did two predictions episodes one was just general gaming in 2020 and one of them was specifically about the next gen console launches so he went through and took notes on our predictions but he also took notes on like boiling down the like responses from from everybody (laughs) that that added to it and some of them are real real damn good so what we're gonna do today is go through those predictions see where we're still at with them and if we want to throw in new predictions or like amendments along the way feel free you know what i mean i'm not trying to hold anybody back that's not a pro gamer move a pro gamer move is letting people run free and click on whatever they want that's who you are today. Clicking heads. I don't like the clicking heads bit. I don't either. It doesn't make any sense. Andy's stupid. I, no, it's, it's you're clicking ahead literally. Like when you're playing Call of Duty to get a headshot, you're clicking on a head. Basically. So you, you, you think when you're pulling the trigger on your gun in the game, you're eliminating the action that you are performing as the character on the gun and thinking more of his kids in the hall. Like I crush your head. That's what you're coming up with. I'm well. I'm thinking of it as we're when you when you're playing a FP. And I know you never use a PC to game, Greg. Uh, when you're playing game a first person shooter on a computer, you're using yeah. a mouse, right? And like sure. the act of getting a headshot that involves you then moving the mouse to the head of a, of an enemy character, and then clicking. Yeah. And so you're clicking heads as a first person shooter player. Get but has anyone in the history of first person shooter? Can we get fatality on the phone? Has anyone ever <laughs> said that? I you bet know? you get fatality on the phone. I bet if you <laughs> called him, he'd, he's probably not doing anything right now. It would be pretty easy. Look I can call going. Courage if you want. Let's okay. start off with kind of funny's 2020 video game predictions from Gamescast, episode three. Greg Miller says yeah, before the end of the year, we'll have a teaser trailer for the next Uncharted game. It will be from Sony San Diego in conjunction with Naughty Dog. It will not feature Drake. There'll be a new main character, and there will be one or two familiar faces in the trailer. Do you stand by this message? Damn, I don't like this topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this game's cast. It's oh, so funny because like, you're supposed to make these predictions and never think about them again unless they I know, come true. I know. <laughs> unless they come true. <laughs> You went on to clarify, Greg. Please give me a character doesn't mean Chloe or Nadine, although we will see them. Yeah. Not and D's not, D. I like that. And it's not, it's it's a spoiler for Uncharted 4. It's not D's D. End of Uncharted 4 spoiler. <laughs> is what, what was, what was which is such a great thing. Not D's <laughs> D. Um, but yeah, we might see her as the tech person. Ah, oh, do I stand by this? The problem I run into is where would this be? Where would this go? You yeah. know what I mean? Game Awards is the only thing. Is Game Awards going to be Game Awards like we know Game Awards to be? You know? You understand that? Question. Keep up with that, Plus, I, I feel mean, like that's, that's, a, a, that's a good thing to talk about. Like, do we think the Game Awards by then, by December, that will be in a place that that resembles I, I, what it has in years past? I think it happens 100%. Whether or not it'll be like a physical event, I yeah. think is the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see the thing is, I could see them easily p- pivoting Game Awards to being a digital event. I think the thing then is you you lose out on they do ticket sales for Game Awards, right? That's how you that's how you enter, I think it's right? Free. I mean, it's free invite. So, oh, so okay. Well, maybe that maybe that, becomes but there, I mean, there's an audience section, but yeah, I forget if they pay or if those are free tickets. Like, I there's a section for ticket. regular people. Okay. I think that gets complicated, but I think with ad deals and sponsorships and all these other things, you can justify still doing a game game awards kind of thing, but have it be like, um, remember the was was it the VGXs, the Joel McHale year? You have it be be more like that and have it be like a host that is sitting on a couch that is like 
whether or not or not it's at home like i don't i'm not gonna make predictions about how like working home is gonna go <laughs> yeah uh, by that time <laughs> but i think i don't think you have it be with a large audience i think you find some work around to where it is like more of an intimate event whether it is like a few people in a room that are presenting and doing all these things or if it is like a fully digital event i think you can easily do game oh i think you can make game awards happen this year i think uh jeff Keely will want to I I think think Keely, there's no sure. way jeff's not gonna yeah, have it it's yeah. gonna happen but my question is do you guys think that it will have announcements of the magnitude that we're used to i do yeah i think so i think yeah. people are planning around that like marketing plans as evidenced by today ubisoft still going ahead with the Assassin's Creed announcement like they still have to go games still have to be announced i think people are assuming that game awards will still be around in december and assuming gamescom goes well which is another Keeley digital joint i bet that he's going to have the same template for game awards is here mm. So uh, Imran says, could it be released in conjunction with the film? Not a tie-in, but like Ratchet and Clank did. Greg I'm not said, so optimistic that film maybe. is coming out still. But... Hey, that film got pushed up now. Did it? It got pushed back hella, and then it got like it got moved up, and then Spider-Man 3 got pushed back to take its spot. Man, Tom Holland, man. Doing <laughs> mm-hmm. things. <laughs> what a cutie, you know? Yeah. Then Imran says, what about Sony Bend? Greg says, they'll do Days Gone 2. They don't want to work on someone else's IP again. Very true. That's that's a smart thing for Greg. That's a good thing yeah. that Greg said right there. <laughs> do you think Days Gone 2 is happening? Yeah. I do. I mean, it I was sales it. successful, but like, it's also one of those things, like you talk to so many people, they're like, yeah, that game made a lot of money, but no one ever talks about critical response to it, which sure. is something they love talking about usually. Yeah, but I think that that's... It, it's very much a dollars and cents games to them or a game to them where yeah it it sold well it it has an audience behind it you know they just celebrated a year and they put out all those stats they've supported that the entire way like i think that they had plans for more and i think they probably their buttholes tightened when the review scores dropped and everybody's like oh i don't know if i really like this and then the crit the crowd reaction to it I th- and that's the thing too with days gone i do believe that if sony ben gets another crack at it which i think they will that they'll take that critical feedback and have a different game at launch that will appease both both parties i mean critical and uh, commercial and so yeah i definitely think that's what they're working on now and i think they're going to be on i think it'll be out a lot faster than days gone one was since there was so much hullabaloo on getting that game actually started and launched and whatever might have pro- been a project beforehand sticking with uh playstation here mm-hmm Imran says, God of War 2 will get teased this year. It will not be called God of War 2. Corey Barlog will not be the one directing it. They bring back Stick. So I remember saying I remember saying this. I remember like people disagreeing about Corey Barlog not directing. But then we ended up like looking it up later. And he made some like statements. It didn't, it wasn't directly saying, I'm not gonna direct this game, but more like I yeah, it makes sense to hand it off, kind of thing. So I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna take credit for that being mostly right at least as far as like wrong he's directing that game i think he i, I like a, the clarification at the bottom is writing the script but not directing i still think that's true but i don't think i bet they bring someone else in as a director i don't know that it'll be stig because it does sound like respawn's doing a different kind of thing right now and now he's kind of running that while uh zampella's on dice la but i i do think they will bring somebody of note in for whatever the next God of War sequel is called. Blessing says, Horizon Zero Dawn 2 is revealed this year for PlayStation 5, but not for launch, dated 2021. Instead, there will be a Knack 3 game at launch. <laughs> I stand and by all of it. His reasoning being, there needs to be a child-friendly <laughs> game at launch. 
I stand by all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't back down, kids. <laughs> I won't back down. I, I I think the only and I don't know if I'm going to make this an amendment or not, but I still. After, there, there has been news this week, or was it last week? There's news recently about Horizon Zero Dawn and how it's going to be um, reportedly a trilogy, and how like they had thoughts of doing like an in between title between uh, one and two. Um, I could, I could see there being a Horizon Zero Dawn spinoff, like maybe like a smaller spinoff title still happening, and so maybe you know maybe that's a thing, but we'll see i think we'll i think we'll see horizon zero dawn this year though like revealed in some form yeah. that's why I don't, that's why i'm still sitting on i don't think they would release that game on pc if they weren't planning to release a sequel in a relatively near future yeah it's a playstation 5 launch game this holiday take it to the bank blessings wrong mm. <laughs> i my i would bet launch game if not for the just the way the world is going right now and i'm not sure launch i'm not sure there's going to be a huge launch game on ps5 this year but i i would bet it's that infamous spot of Launch, launch window, window a couple of months after yeah sure. i still i still stand by i think my argument when we did this episode uh that i still stand by is that there's not really historically uh been like a big playstation launch title uh that they've launched with any other consoles like usually you'll see the bigger titles come through later um and like i think i think all they really need to do to sell people on ps5 in terms of games is to come out and say hey this is what you need to look forward to like this is what you're going to get in 2021 god of war 2 exists whether they call it god of war ragnarok or valhalla or whatever it is um ain't calling it valhalla no more <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you got god of war to look forward to and then what like what other whatever other uh playstation game that's coming spider-man right you have these games to look forward to you might not have them have them at launch but at least you have knack 3 yeah i mean at honestly you have knack 3 <laughs> honestly like is there really a point to putting a very huge launch game out on a ps5 that they've already said or not said but they've the reports have come out that it's not going to be huge in terms of uh production numbers like yeah. if you can only sell a million copies assuming every single person who buys a ps5 buys horizon zero dawn 2 like that's five that's or six not, million right there that's that's one million copies until like the next year which is a slow you might as well release it like in marchish or aprilish later hmm. i want to tell uh, you i got out of it i weaseled out of it and i was gonna let it go but now i'm gonna step back up to the plate and tell you that i don't I, i'm rescinding i don't think my uncharted thing will come true this year yeah i think too much has changed <laughs> too much has changed too much has changed we are in uncharted territories I, um, that's a pro gamer move yeah pro gamer move here tim getty says playstation is going to acquire studio and it will be sega <laughs> <laughs> wait did you really say blessing, that yeah i mean i was fucking like you know going crazy there <laughs> blessing everyone say fucking crazy everyone says sega's bigger than people think and tim says nah going all in make it official like with insomnia <laughs> i still i do think that sega will be purchased at some point i don't think it's going to be this year but i do think that one of the big guys will have them at the end of the day i think maybe somebody will invest heavily in sega i think purchase is a, a bridge too far We'll see you guys. We'll yeah, I can't, ima- I can't I imagine. I can't imagine being purchased. Hey, real quick, I want to confirm that they did sell tickets for Game Awards. Okay, they did. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking. I was on. I obviously the site's down, so I can't go there anymore. But they still have a buy ticket button on the Game Awards thing, and then I'm looking at a press release here, which is tickets are on sale now. Click on it. Ticket pack. A VIP package includes orchestra seats in the first 15 gotcha. rows, special pre. So it was like a package, but I do think that was. The only way outside of maybe going somewhere, you know, getting it to like whoever. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wonder like, how much that does for them revenue wise. Yeah. Probably not I as much as like watch. the advertising slots and like. Yeah, no, oh, definitely not. Yeah. I mean, the last thing is I remember them having issues filling it. So that's why I thought that it, it must have been free. 
but that's well, make money where you can but then yes seat fillers but like a seat filler doesn't like it isn't a fun job <laughs> well, i guess it kind of is but it also is like you know you sit with your friends you just go sit in when fucking i go to the bathroom or something and then you get pushed out yeah Argue with um, moving on to round two greg says wb montreal's batman game is game informers march cover we will see hands-off demo at gdc see it could have happened don't don't laugh this all could have been real and it comes out in october um clarification will be current gen next gen will be reserved for rocksteady Mm. uh you say it's going to copy the origin and night schedules Mm -hmm. i i don't stand by this prediction (laughs) (laughs) do you stand by uh any elements of it October. I think I mean well what was the rumor remember there was the thing that uh, got circulated around do yeah. we need to call they're Barry gonna have a conference with they're like, gonna do an E3 conference so it would reveal the Bat- Batman game and also reveal Rocksteady's next game they didn't or I think yeah. it was Schreier that like he didn't say they would be the same thing but yeah and I think next gen I think Harry Potter was looped in that too yeah interesting interesting well then yeah the game informer march cover definitely didn't happen uh <laughs> we didn't see anything about gdc even before gdc exploded so i i think that wasn't going to happen unless they were already planning on pulling out and at that point i can't see how you'd launch this game in october even if you were planning for an e3 presentation i don't think you batman is such a huge beat you wouldn't want to blow your wad on that right you wouldn't want to be like here he is in june surrounded by all these other games and he's gonna be out in october it just seems crazy yeah yeah sucks man. i do like obviously that game exists i just question right now like how long they hold off on it yeah that, that wb uh conference was that confirmed or was that always just rumored that was it was rumored. rumored but it was a report from schreier i think yeah and you can take it to the bank if jason says it imran says this year we get either master chief or sora in smash brothers at least announced the fighter pass will have a big hitter, and I say I expect both. <laughs> All of that has changed. I mean, the, because the Sakurai has said that like Smash is not being worked on right now. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're totally they weren't on able it. to. They weren't able to work from home or whatever, so everything's being pushed back. I still I, think we're going to get them though. I, yeah, I, I expect like if we, they said originally the season pass would extend from I think 2022 20, end of 2021. Mm-hmm. I think now, like, that was just a, in case things get pushed back sort of thing, now things are definitely being pushed back. Definitely. So I, I bet we see whatever heavy hitter is there is going to be closer to the end of 2021 than not. Yeah, the heavy hitter thing, it's interesting. I, I We'll see, because we have an unarms un, character. We don't even know which one, but an arms character is coming in June. Yeah. And be even that, I think, is going to get gonna get pushed. I, um, I expect that it'll get pushed. I they usually start these things off with a banger because, like, remember Persona or the Persona Five announcement on Switch of like, "Hey, here's Joker. Buy the season pass right now." And yeah. this one is like, I don't know, an arms character is coming in June. Yeah, guess which one? So we'll see. Um, blessing. Talk, says, talking about that that arms character though, do you think yeah. that then means arms two is happening soon? No. I think so. Because like, why would why would you do an arms character? I, Smash has never really given too much of a shit about that type of stuff actually lining up. But Nintendo chooses the character. Now, oh, that is that is the other thing, is that this this round, Nintendo is the ones choosing everything. So They chose it for first round as fact, well, but like, yeah. In the fact that ARMS is a game that came out and kind of just like didn't do anything, like, it even we fit... Tra- we played it. We, it was like, alright. I'm with like, you, don't get me wrong, too. but I still hear people talk about, hey, they, uh, I, ARMS had a good time with ARMS. I, I hear that all the time. 
people didn't talk about arms past like the first like month or two though right sure because like splatoon like, came out right after which is the yeah it also just didn't set the world on fire i think if they did make an arms 2 it would be because they want to invest in that series and make it be a game that sells really well because like we will we, get an arms 2 at some point yes i think so as well and I, I think I, that's why I, you I, put them in right you're trying to establish that this the arms characters are nintendo they are they part of the lineage now they are going to be around yeah, that's that, to me. That's the justification because, like, I was gonna say, even like We Fit Trainer, like We Fit still sold a lot, even though like that that's a game that they hadn't put out for years. By the time they put out uh, We Fit Trainer in Smash, like Arms just seems out of left field in some sort of way that I think I you mean, guys. Are a right. better example might be like Shulk in Smash Brothers. The original Xenoblade didn't sell that better that well, even though yeah. it was like a late generation Wii game, and but the Wii was a cause of the hundred million users. But you put Shulk in Smash Brothers, and Xenoblade Two does like a million, two million copies. So that's why they're releasing another version of Xenoblade because, like, oh well, this character got a smash bump, I guess. Yeah, the so smash boost. Yeah, so they think he they got can shirtless, man. It changed everything. <laughs> he's really shirtless feeling. Shulk. Never forget. He's really feeling it. Um, let's see. But blessing says at Bethesda's E3 press conference, we get a <laughs> breakdown of Starfield, showing gameplay systems and how the game will follow and exceed the foundation set by Fallout and Elder Scrolls. At the end, it's dated for 2021 for next gen. Uh, hmm. yeah how you feel now bless? i, I want to <laughs> can i like cut and paste this prediction the next year that's how i feel <laughs> has bethesda said they're not doing uh they have things they yeah have. right have they yeah, oh. yeah. Hmm. they yeah, well hmm. yeah i mean i, I guess like the main reason they have it these days Listen is the game sealer, when he put up a tweet <laughs> like they, they want to keep that slot which is like their years where bethesda's ether conferences are very light and they're like Nobody really knows why they're there, including Bethesda. But I, th- I think it's good for them to be able to skip this year and come back next year harder than like harder than before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a new story <laughs> that was they're not hosting a digital E three showcase. I Do you remember like that. what was it two years ago at Game Awards? They had that was it Susan Sarandon video about no, single no, no, player no. games? <laughs> no, it was Linda Carter, <laughs> Wonder Linda Woman. Carter. Who's yeah, like so, I think I believe it is she's married to the president of Zenimax or of the, the, the one of them. I can't keep that part straight for you. But yeah, is it like she six did months the thing. Later, they announced Fallout seventy six. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. That was when all their games suddenly turned that corner. Um, I find out who Linda Carter's married to. <laughs> I say Breath of the Wild two will be twenty twenty playable Zelda, and the game's title will be Breath of the Wild. Wait, hold on. Yeah, we'll, we'll be either She's Breath married. of the Wild 2 something or Breath of the something. She's so, married to Robert A. Altman, who is the chairman and CEO of ZeniMax Media. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I stand by all of this with the exception of 2020. Yeah, I think if it were ever set for 2020, it is now not set for 2020. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it was, and I think that it, it's going to be tied with the, the Switch Pro of some sort, and I just think that the, all of that together, it's not happening this year. Mm-hmm. Zelda's 35th anniversary should be 2022, I think. So I don't think they'll hold off on that game for that long, but I wouldn't be shocked if they start seeding the ground a little bit earlier than that. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. Greg says, at the Game Awards 2020, The Rock appears and announces the first game developed and produced by Seven Bucks Productions. I'm still in. (laughs) Fucking let's go, Rock. Come on, DJ. Let's do it. You got your tequila off. You got the you're back with another season of that show with Alex Golden Boy Mendez. You got this. You then clarified, I'm not saying he'll be in the game, but he will be. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by all of it. That's a fucking lock. Take it to the bank. It's time. 
hope it's in front of a live audience because you need that pop. Yeah. I would like The Rock to announce his own Fast and Furious game, like a separate game from oh Crossroads. Sure. Yeah, just yeah, come out himself. God, oh I my just God. want to hear about Crossroads. I, I, it's insane that that game, they still haven't even like officially delayed it. What if it just comes out? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is it like, supposed to be the end of the month or whatever? It's supposed to be May, yeah. Uh, let's see. Imran says Final Fantasy 16 will be announced this year. I don't hold to that anymore. Yeah, I think not. that, like the obviously the coronavirus delays, but also FS7 did so well. They don't need to like leap to FS16 right now. They can wait a little bit and still like get people excited when that does actually get revealed. When do you think it's going to be revealed? Because I feel like we're now put in a weird place where, as we've talked about in this in the episode that we're talking about now. Final Fantasy 16 is by far the longest they've ever went not announcing a core Final Fantasy game. But mm-hmm. now that 7 did so well, and it's in such a unique place where we know there's other parts coming, I feel like there's a pressure to announce it sooner than later because it's still going to take a while to make. I So here's my theory, is that I bet 16 is not going to be a sing, or singularly single-player title. I don't think it'll be MMO or anything, but I think it's going to be kind of more Destiny-ish. And I think once that, if that's true, then I don't think you want it stomping over Avengers. So you want to release Avengers huh. first and then wait for a little bit, wait for people to get like kind of pent up about like, okay, FS7 was last year. When's the next thing they're going to announce? And then they pop out like E3 or whatever the big conference is next year. Go, here's Final Fantasy 16. This is a different kind of game, but like, what's the, what was it called? Comrades, the FF15 multiplayer. I bet that was experiment for how mm. 16 will probably try to work. Interesting. But what about Final Fantasy VII 2? I think... So there was a that translation from Ultimania the other day that was Nemora saying, We've, we're starting working on 2, but we're still not sure how the structure of these games is going to work. I think as long as those games keep selling well, they're going to take as long as they need to. I would guess... I think last during the spoiler cast, I said end of 2021, 2022. I think I'm probably going to go closer to 2022 now, but reveal in 2021. Yeah. I feel like they need to reveal it this year. Something in me tells me that we're going to get at least like a title and like some some type of understanding of what the next game is going to be. I bet year. you what they do is they release a PS5, Xbox Series X, blah, blah, blah version next year. At like the end of that, mix. yeah, if I final mix with that, a CG trailer at the end showing what's in the next couple of, or the next game. You're smart. You're smart. I like that. Uh, Blessing says, this is the year. They announced the N64 Classic slash mini console. They've partnered with Microsoft and Rare to get access to their titles like Banjo, Diddy Kong Racing, and Perfect Dark. Uh, take that prediction and just cut and paste it to next year. I don't think it's <laughs> happening this year. Yeah, I think too I much think it'll production. Yeah, there's too much going on in that one. So you think it's, do you, th- do you delay that prediction because of Corona stuff or just because you haven't heard anything yet? Both, like okay. mostly Corona stuff, but also because like, I feel like there would have been like rumors or rumblings or something at the, like sure. by now. Sure. Um, Typically, those things are announced later in the year, like July, August, yeah. and they kind of just happen. So, but I, I I feel like people start to talk about them though, like months beforehand, like the the black market of video games, like get like start to lift their <laughs> their voices, right? We start to hear about them. Um, but we'll see. I don't. I I think that's more likely for next year if it's going to happen um i say gta 6 will be announced it will have single player and it will be set in vice city but eventually it'll turn into the world of grand theft auto adding new areas to travel between like the other cities 
So there was a Schreier thing a couple of weeks ago about like the culture at Rockstar and how Shipping. like it, yeah, Crunchy is getting better there and all that stuff. And like as a small aside later in, he says the the studio's next project, which is the new Grand Theft Auto game. So it's apparently in development, which is not shocking to anyone, obviously. But I guess I I would love to know. I don't think it's going to be announced this year, but I wouldn't be incredibly shocked if it were. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be anymore. <laughs> and I don't even know that that's a Corona thing necessarily. I just It's Rockstar thing. Like Yeah, this doesn't sit with me right anymore. Greg I, says, yeah, I, oh. I was going to say I feel like right now is too early. Like I think that's more of a next year thing. Yeah. I agree. Greg is says it, Marvel's Avengers. Sorry. Go for Traditionally, it. GTAs are like, what, spring announcements, right? And then roll out a few months after that or whatever, later in the year. Here's what I'm curious. If they announce GTA 6 either this year or next year, do you think it's going to be a current-gen game, a cross-gen game, or a next-gen exclusive? Next-gen exclusive. It has to be next-gen, right? Can you imagine that thing is going to be like big and powerful and is going to want to take advantage of the, they like money, the technology? Yeah, they love money. <laughs> like giving I up on 100 million it. install bases... I don't see Rockstar doing that. Yeah. Because you figure, like, I feel like their motivations on anytime they've ever done something like that would be exclusivity, right? Where I'm sure PlayStation's working with them on a reason why they should be exclusive there. Yeah. And so, like, that would, you know, if you have no horse in the race in terms of where people play, you want to be where the most machines are. If the most machines are now, granted, you know, this gets weird with backwards compatibility and upresing and smart yeah. delivery and everything else. But when, when do you guys think it would come out? Weird about, yeah, that's the problem. I'm thinking about this. It's like, I feel like. like it's not coming out next year. Yeah, so like I imagine this is like a twenty. 20- still making PS4 games. I think it's like a 2022 game earliest. Okay. And I feel like at that point, then you're like, like, and granted, we don't know how next gen is going to feel yet because, like, right now, the transition is very, um, like these generations are molding together more so than previous generations, where where you you see companies talk about how they are going to release things on both gens over mm-hmm. the coming years. I in 2022, I think Rockstar would would put out would put it out for next gen exclusive. I agree. I like at, the, at that point, like you're, I agree you're, you're more looking toward the future. I'm going to throw out a new prediction here. I think we're going to see probably by the end of this year, early next year, boxes on shelves that say PS4 slash PS5, Xbox One slash Series X or whatever, and those are going to be like the new normal for a couple of years, like until about 2024. Like hmm. those, like obviously there will be boxes that just say PS5, but the, for the most part, a lot of third-party games will be that hybrid box, and I think we're going to get used to that by the time a Grand Theft Auto game gets announced, and hmm. certainly by the time it gets released. Hmm. Makes sense. Have you bought in on that? The Series X copyright logo is something that would go on like the 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 banner or the flag of a box, right? Where it would say Xbox, and then over there it would be like you know Xbox One logo, Xbox Series X logo, something like. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm not sure about that specifically, but that's the kind of thing they do. Like yeah. when they had backwards compatibility stuff, they rebranded old games like Fallout Three to say playable on Xbox One. Greg's next prediction: Marvel's Avengers delayed to 2021, saying it won't be ready for launch. Although it might launch anyway and do the normal live service thing instead of getting sixes and fives, maybe get better eventually. And it says, "You think that's because it's in trouble?" Or Greg says, "Yes." I have heard from some playtesters that that game is just not fun, and that is the main problem with it right now. It's a bad problem to have. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, that was a couple months ago. So, who knows how it is right now? But yeah, it's I. 
I would not be shocked if it got delayed, but I think I would bet they have some sort of Marvel agreement that says the game has to come out in a certain time. Maybe coronavirus lets them say. I was like, going to say, though, that's the thing, is that I feel like... Don't get me wrong. I want Avengers to come out. I want Avengers to be great. I've definitely had that. Tim and I have had that conversation, I think, on shows, but in person, for sure, or, you know, in private, of just like, it'd be cool to have Avengers now. Be playing Avengers right now if we totally. could fucking off and doing that afterwards. But I think that's another reason where, yeah, I think... I was saying that, you know, at the beginning of the year that it was going to get delayed. I think now I think it will get delayed and I think they have an excuse why, right? Of like working from home put us even further behind. And to your point, if they do have an, a, a written agreement or what they had definitely have a written agreement with Marvel games. But if the contract has something in there of like, it needs to ship on this date or whatever. Now there's this act of God. This is the thing. We're behind schedule. What do you want us to do? We can put out a bad game or we can keep working on it and put it out next spring. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially Cyberpunk coming out then. Cyberpunk. So oh, we they're all, the same month, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Like they're, they're like, like a week or two. Yeah, I think it's a week away from each other, which is like kind yeah. of because it was like it was uh Avengers got delayed and then literally the next week yeah. Cyberpunk got delayed to like right the now, same Avengers set for the area. fourth Cyberpunk on my calendar set for the 17th, which is a Thursday, which seems weird, but that's what I have. How confident are you guys that Cyberpunk is gonna hit that date? I'm I'm pretty positive that it's like done development-wise, and like the even with polish, they're probably they can certainly hit September. I think the only reason they might delay it is because of economic reasons, which we don't know. We can't mm -hmm. predict September right now, but I can see a situation where they go like Sony with The Last of Us and go, we're going to delay it a couple of months just to make sure people can actually go into a store and buy it. I think, I think it's 100%. Yeah, I'm pretty confident in it. Like they recently came out with a statement talking about how, like, yeah, like even if it, and I, I'd have to pull up the, the article again and say for sure, but I feel like they, they even said something, something along the lines of like, worst case, we'll, we'll release it digital. Um, and then follow it up with physical like it seems like they it seems like they really want it out uh, by then and have like have everything planned out. And I think even even as far as like working from home and and, 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 and um, COVID-19 and all that stuff, I feel like by then uh, infrastructures are kind of ironed out like what you see with, with, with Sony and the last of us and Ghost of Tsushima where, you know, they're at a place where they're like, OK, cool. Like we had a delay because things were things happened very suddenly um and we had to figure the, these things out but now that we've had enough time working from home like we know how to make this work i think you, you probably see that from cyberpunk too they're also probably pretty confident in the legs of that like the witcher sold what 1.5 million copies last year it's crazy yeah so like they i bet they know that even if they don't release a physical copy that day and date they are probably fine selling as many copies as they can over the next couple of years yeah uh, Imran's next one. There's zero way that Marvel didn't approach Microsoft about a thing. I think that thing will be shown, and it's the Initiative's first game. There was uh, a rumor about the Initiative's first game the other day, right? Like, like something like it has surveillance camera. It was like the most blasé rumor. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but like, uh, you also said they approached Sony for Spider-Man and Nintendo for uh, Ultimate Alliance three. It doesn't seem likely that they wouldn't go to Microsoft too, uh, nor that Microsoft would turn them down. I said, what is it? And you said, this isn't what I'm predicting, but they could make a great Doctor Strange game. And I said, Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Greg said, at last E3, I predicted at Xbox, the first trailer for the initiative's game shown. It blows us away. It's modern day. It's third person action. It's narrative focus. So you say Marvel makes so much sense. I know once we made that prediction, people started tweeting at them about it. Yeah. And they didn't yeah. say no, but. <laughs> yeah, Drew Murray, I think he just did a shrug emoji. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we got it. <laughs> yeah, I feel pretty good about it still. Yeah, I think Bless they'll show Initiative's game this year. I don't know if it'll be Marvel, but I think we'll see it in probably the next couple of months. I think Xbox needs a Marvel game. 
I think, I think that, that that'd be like real key to their success going into this next gen. Like when with Sony having such that'd a that'd be awesome. That'd be fucking lineup. awesome. Like as reactive as Sony is to Microsoft these days, it's Microsoft. There's no way they didn't look at the sales of Spider-Man and go, yeah, that's totally. really good. We want that. Yeah. Huh, why didn't we think of that? <laughs> uh, Blessing says Amazon or Facebook will launch a game streaming service to compete with Stadia and xCloud. And Imran says, I think it. those streaming wars are really going to heat up next year and then fall apart with one or two surviving, probably xCloud and Amazon. All that still stands, I think. Yeah? We- yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was us as an outlet or it was just me, but we got invited to an Amazon thing for GDC that didn't end up panning out because obviously there was no GDC. So I kind of wonder if that was supposed to be their reveal of the streaming service. Hmm. But yeah, w- there's enough rumors around the thing that we know they're probably working on one and just a question of yeah. when they're actually going to bother releasing it. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be a slam dunk for Amazon to try it out at least. Like the worst, like the worst that can happen is that they end up Google Stadia. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they have the, the servers already. It's just a matter of like putting in that backbone. Yeah. Um, I say Blue Point's next game's announced. It's not Demon Souls. It's Metal Gear Solid. Let's fucking go. Especially god, after the Seven remake, I want that so bad. Oh my god. Um, additional comment: We know they're working on a PS5 title. Greg said, "I also had a prediction. It's not Demon Souls, but that's only because everyone thinks it is." It's, I'm gonna I, double down. I think it is Demon Souls. It's yeah. probably Demon Souls. Um, do you guys still think that we get that announcement this year? Yes, I'm say yes. I think. Yeah, I think Blue Point being in the Wired stuff is that they are groomed to be part of the launch announcement, not launch lineup necessarily, but I think they mm-hmm. are in whatever would have been the stage presentation for PlayStation Five. They would have had a trailer where it would have been Blue Point and then into Demon Souls or whatever it's gonna be. Yeah, it's, it's I think that's gonna be a huge pop. Oh my god! Yeah. Like whenever, whenever that PS5 event happens, probably in May, um, <laughs> whenever that Blue Point get, game gets revealed, whether or not it's Demon Souls, I don't think it's gonna be Demon Souls because I don't know if the pop, like, for sure, Dark Souls and Bloodborne fans and like people who are in that, like people who are fans of those games, that pop is gonna be real. But I feel like there are other franchises that PlayStation has access to or that PlayStation can like partner with in terms of uh, other companies and IPs that would get a bigger pop that would be more that would be more impactful from Bluepoint that I, I'm not sold on it yet. Being Who would you think? Um, Give me some examples and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Like Castlevania. Also, there's like a saw going on outside my window if you hear that. Um, the saw, but like, man. yeah, like uh, Castlevania. I forget what some of the other things we were worth. There was a around that Silent Hill rumor, which I don't think is all that like ungrettable is yeah. is an example of a thing that could show that would get an actual pop. Yeah. This would get a pop know. with the people you want though, right? Of the, like you were talking about earlier, if you're selling 5 million, 6 million units at launch, like you got a bunch of nerdy ass gamers like us. And I think <laughs> that if you were to say, Hey, you know, you all love uh, bloodborne, you all love demons or uh, uh, dark souls. This is the one that started it all, and now you know Blue Points remade it, and they've made it more accessible. They've made it, you know, it's everything you love about the combat and all that, but it's with a uh, Western style to it, right? That they've come in and made this approachable in a way the original wasn't. I think that really would go. Over. No, I don't think they change anything. I think they no. like keep it exactly the same. It's a graphical remake, but like it's still the same broken, janky mess. It's always been that people love. Sure, but I do think they have that tag of see where the like journey began or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because it's it makes sense to lean hard on the popularity of those games. Soul Soul Burns. Yeah, man. Uh, again, that's what they call it. No, Greg says Patapon 2 is released, and IGN and GameSpot continue to be cowards and refuse to review it. I'm on the board, baby. I'm on the yeah. fucking board. 
There we These go. Fucking clown shoe cowards <laughs> at IGN and GameSpot. All right. That, they have all the time in the world now. Where are you at, Dan Stapleton? Huh? What are you doing in the other room, Lucy James? Not reviewing Pat Upon 2, huh? Coward sites. <laughs> full of cowardly people. Well, congrats, Greg. You, you got Thank something you. right. I'm on there. I'm on there. Uh, Imran says Beyond Good and Evil 2 doesn't come out this year, but I think they release Rayman this year. I was right about the first half. I'm not positive about the second half anymore. Yeah. Because I think if they would, I, I don't think Ubisoft announced at most they may announce another Far Cry, but I think they're probably done with announcements this year because they're they have a big enough slate already. Yeah, like what they have like Assassin's Creed, uh, Valhalla that they just announced. They have Gods and Monsters, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine, and then I forget what else. I feel like there's a fifth game there. Yeah, that's a ton of stuff. Do you think they release Rainbow Six Quarantine again anymore? Do I think, think they re- rename it. Ooh. Like they're one hundred percent going to rename it. They cannot. The game <laughs> Rainbow Six Quarantine. shelter in place. <laughs> yeah, Rainbow Six COVID nineteen is here. Damn. Please. Um, it wouldn't be the first time that they like cancel a Rainbow Six game. There was a what was it? Patriots. There was an entire Game Informer cover story about that game. That the month it was canceled. Wow, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. So I wasn't on Games Daily today, but. Uh, obviously the assassin's creed kind of announcement thing happened today mm-hmm. like all the teas tomorrow we'll get in the trailer uh do you guys think that this was all according to plan or do you think that this was stuff that they would have saved for e3 or i don't know they've always done it this way like they've announced an assassin's creed early and then shown like a cg trailer and then some gameplay later and then like at the actual press conferences they would have a bigger like a th- uh, 15 minute seed from the game yeah yeah mm-hmm. So I think this is probably always the plan. It's just now a question of what do they do with the interim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. The the boss logic drawing thing with no run up to it. That was what was weird about it to me. Was like, yeah, you, to Imran's point, most most of these games, right, from Ubisoft, get their time in the sun right before E three. Then there's the big E three presentation that goes on too long, where it's the game, it's the trailer, it's them talking, it's some gameplay, it's another trailer. Like fucking stop fucking doing this. Um, <laughs> But this one I thought was, I liked it. I thought it was a cool way to introduce this to the world and get, I mean, you know, what I think I saw between 25,000 and I think 40,000 people on that page watching the art get made. Like, that's cool. And I like that there was no build up to it. So, like, you weren't able to get your head all, you couldn't get a tizzy of what it was going to be and what was going to happen and then be disappointed today. It was that I woke up and looked at my phone I'm like, wait, what this is happening right now? And you went and looked at it. And so that was the weird part for me of like, was that always the plan? Was And then getting to the trailer, was that some kind of change for the work from home thing? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I bet you the boss logic thing specifically was probably like, a, hey, we got to figure out a thing that we could do while everybody's working from home. And I, I think the boss logic thing was just like a spark of genius where they're like, hey, like, what if we get this artist who's who's uh, viral all the time? Right yeah. Yeah. Like all the Internet. Like, what if you get him to do an illustration? And that's the thing that works. You know, and I thought it was this, super rad. Man. Way. Especially. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that it ends with us knowing that we're getting the trailer tomorrow. It's not like we yeah. need to wait for like some more shit. It's just like this is cool timing. But it, it does make me think about because Ubisoft is doing something E3. Like th- they were one of the early ones to announce it, right? It was them and Microsoft that said that they were still doing it. Yes. Stuff. They said they'd be, they would have a digital presentation at some – or not necessarily digital. A presentation at some point. Yes. But they, didn't, they didn't commit to it being during E3 time. But what I, I mean is like they're, they're, we know that they have an event of an that's replacing that at some point so it's yes. that's where i'm like when does that happen and where does all of this kind of fit into it i think right now everyone's just kind of waiting for everyone else to move so that's they can like hate it. If, if you, you want to 
if you were Ubisoft and you announce the same day or the same week as Microsoft, you're going to get run over for every game that's not going to be at Microsoft's conference. So you want to just kind of like be the week before, the week after, or something like that. But I, I also bet you that if you're Ubisoft, you're also going to show up in in Microsoft's conference in some yeah. way. And so you just you probably want to go before at some or after, before yeah. But like <laughs> you want to you want to line up with that in some way. Yes, yeah. like for reveals certainly, which is why this Valhalla thing makes sense for them right now. Is now the game is announced, so if it shows up at either Sony or Microsoft's events, then like it's not going to be a huge like oh man, also a new Assassin's Creed. Like it's oh there's the Assassin's Creed now we finally see what it looks like on a next gen system. Yeah. Uh, Bless says the PS5 is revealed to be launching at $400. Series X is revealed to be launching at $500, with another Xbox SKU revealed during the year to be launched at $350. I so I think the PS5 is going to be $500. Um, so I'm going to update that because of all the things we've heard in recent months. Sure. Uh, that Bloomberg I, story was like they would have to struggle to hit $450. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, well, um, four seventy nine or whatever, and four seventy nine ninety nine was where they would like. Well, that's a weird price to put it in. Yeah, it was so like yeah, they basically have to like cut the difference. Either either go at four fifty and lose and uh, lose money on each console, which they could do, or just go up to to five hundred. Um, I still stand by. I think there will be the Xbox Series S or whatever like the lower level console is. Uh, mm-hmm. that'll replace what the Xbox One is now. Um, and I think that'll come out. I think my prediction said three fifty, right? Yeah. Yeah. I might even say 300. Hell yeah, wow. man. 300 would be wild. Especially when release, releasing two very expensive boxes right now is, or, or right now, I mean, like, this economic climate, which I don't think is going to certainly re- reverse itself by winter. By fall, yeah. Yeah, like to releasing 200, $500 boxes is going to be difficult. They might still have to do it, but I can see why they would want to, uh, Microsoft at least would want to say, like, also here's a $300 box that does basically the same things, not yeah. quite to that same level. Like, you probably don't have a 4K TV anyway, so here's something else. I I do wonder how much those consoles are going to be affected by the possibility of more stimulus checks coming, especially towards the end of winter. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you knew you were getting twelve hundred dollars in November, you might buy a console. Like most people are probably going to use that on rent and stuff like that. Some people aren't, and I think for Microsoft and Sony, that would work out really quite well for them. But that's a that's a harder to speculate on. Um, I said a new Mario Kart will be announced. The title will be something that makes it a Super Smash Brothers type game. Nintendo Kart, but not called that. Mario Kart Universe or something. Uh, more integration with Zelda and Animal Crossing, etc. Going all in with the courses being from different franchises. I, I don't know if I stand by it for this year anymore. I think Especially with all those rumors about the ridiculous amount of Mario stuff that Mario might happen. I think right now, like, they just finished tour, so they're probably, if ARMS 2 is being made, and I probably, at this point, I think it's likely that it is, then that's what that team is working on. But I do think if they're not working on Mario Kart 9 now, they're probably going to start as soon as that other game is done. Yeah. Where's Mario um, Golf, Tim? Where is uh, Mario Bless, Golf? Bless said, I was thinking of predicting Mario Golf and Paper Mario this year. Kart 9 will happen, but I think it's, like, two years away. I think it's Paper, Paper Mario, Mario huh, yeah. Bless? I think that's right. Yeah, man. Yeah, Paper Mario's for sure. Slam dunk. Yeah, dude. Paper Mario Golf. You know, just put it all together. Put it all together, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, just running through some quick ones here. Post show ones that we got to do. Andy said Apex Legends will introduce a single player thing, like a five to six hour campaign like Titanfall three, but not it'll be free to uh wait, not free to play. Thirty dollars. Mm. That'd be smart. 
Yeah. That'd be really I think that'd be smart to do like a thirty dollar like Apex, whatever you want to call it. Um because people would buy it. Like, though? Not mm, actually, you know what? Maybe. Like I, I don't count it out. Like if, if they announced it this fall, if they announced it um even like during E3 time, right? If EA came out and they were like, and like to top it off, you know, in the next few months. Let's say in August we're releasing an Apex single player mode that you can buy for thirty bucks. I just think it'd be a very smart move because releasing Apex Legends free meant that, like, within the first and Apex Legends being a hit meant that, like, I think a few months into its launch, like, it, it had like fifty million players or something like that. And so, like, it has the brand recognition and it has the characters, it has all the juice for them to like release a an actual paid single player mode. I think would be really smart, and I think a lot of people would be into it. Does EA have any announced games anymore? Like like, they just sunsetted Battlefield. They announced like their next Battlefront two plans and the, but... the final Battlefront two plans too. Yeah. So did they announce, did they announce a Burnout or something? Didn't they? No. There's Burnout coming to Switch, but okay. Other than yeah. that, Paris? yeah. I I they're in. I think they're in next gen mode. Yeah, mm. but usually they have like some announcement. I guess that now that they're like we're in the middle of their hard cutoff, and they're probably going to come at E three with like come at it swinging at least some degree with. New Star Wars, new all that stuff. Yeah, but huh. right now they've got nothing, and we don't know. They haven't said anything about a E three conference. Yeah, well, they I'm sure they're backing out, or if they're doing something, they're surely not going to do it. Like they're they're not part of the ES, or they are part of the ESA, but they weren't part of E three technically, so they weren't part of those cancellations. But they're definitely not going to have EA play this year. Yeah. You don't think at any point in the year they don't they don't do it. I don't think it's not going to be a mass gathering. It could be a oh, yeah, yeah. event or whatever. But so you're saying like, I hosted uh, the last EA play? I killed he, it. You killed it. Yes. Thanks. Perfect. Yeah. And more, uh, the more before you- we move on, let me tell you about our sponsor. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Purple. Purple is an evolutionary mattress with its own patented technology, the Purple Grid. Uh, it's the only comfort innovation that provides total pressure relief for every body, however you sleep. That's because the open air channels adapt your natural shape while neutralizing body heat so you stay comfortably cool at night. I have their pillow. And Kevin, if I'm lying, I'm dying. It is the nicest pillow I have ever had. It's because of this Purple Grid they're talking about. It is just... It's the perfect amount of just coverage that I need to get a nice uh, night of sleep. It's fantastic stuff. Uh, you can experience the next evolution of sleep on Purple. Only the Purple Grid is soft where you want it, firm where you need it, and comfortably cool all night. That's the biggest thing for me is the coolness factor. Uh, you know, I have I have Gia, this little heater next to me. I, I need I need anything I can get to kind of like get me to the equilibrium that I'm trying to get at and. Purple's been helping me out there a lot. Every Purple mattress ships free and is delivered right to your door. If you're not completely satisfied, the Purple team will help pick up your mattress at no cost. They're so confident in what they do. Every mattress comes with a 100-night risk-free trial. You can experience the next evolution of sleep by going to purple.com slash kindoffunny and use code Kind of funny. For a limited time, you'll get $150 off any purple mattress order of $1,500 or more. That's purple.com slash kind of funny promo code kind of funny for $150 off any mattress order of $1,500 or more. Terms apply. Again, that's purple.com slash kind of funny. Use code kind of funny. What's up, Les? I was going to say, the more I think about it, the more a single player Apex Legends makes so much sense. Like, yeah, yeah given how much people love the Titanfall 2 uh single player mode like 
that's like one of the people would say that's one of the best uh, first person shooter campaigns of yeah. the generation, right? And so if you get respawn on Apex Legends single player mode, I think that could do gangbusters. I think Andy's onto something. I'm with him. I think they could tr- they could transfer Apex Legends to Dice LA and respawn the team that big team itself works on a new like major new game. Yeah, because they I mean they are. They were working on Titanfall three, I think, or yes. something along those they lines. They mentioned right? it a couple of times. They're like, "Yeah, we could do yeah. Titanfall three next, or stuff like that." I bet there was. They were at one point working on it. I don't know what's happening with it now, but Dice LA is being treated as the other respawn, mm-hmm. right? So I assume mm-hmm. they're going to be working on things that we would traditionally expect respawn to work on. Hmm. Well, now we're going to move over to the next gen bets and predictions that we did uh, about the new consoles. So when will the PS5 be revealed, um, defined as release date and price? So <laughs> let's see. Blessing Blessing says uh, May before E3, Tuesday, May 19th. It'll be a state of play, not a conference. Mm. Stand by it. Well, yeah. not, maybe not the state of play. I don't know if it'll be branded state of play. At this point, I'm, oh, yeah, I'm actually convinced that. that. I put that seated down your head. Yeah, me and Greg have been talking on PS Love. I, I don't know if it's going to be branded as state of play, but I what, think it will what, be. What's the stream. reasoning for that, Greg? Because uh, where the fuck stay to play? Yeah, okay. uh, they, when you when we went back and looked at it, and you looked for the four of last year, and you went to the site. It was the site's very clear. Like this year, we're doing this, and so it was like, wait, was this a one year trial? Was this just mm. a band aid to cover not doing shows so that you could get to 2020, which was going to be PlayStation 5's year, and have these big announcements and big events and double down on live things and seeing and like that's all fucked up. But it's too late then at that mm. point. So like. Mm. Is state of play as a brand not dead of course nothing ever dies in the video game industry but not how they'll come back and when they have to come back with this i think if you want to make it big you attach the ps5 reveal to it like that controller gets a no- like a record number of instagram likes i bet you can make people tune in regardless of what you call it so but that's well my thing is i think good. their thought process on it would be that state of play ha- even though it's only been four state of plays it has a vision for what it is and that vision doesn't isn't congruent with what we want a playstation 5 reveal to be mm-hmm. and we don't need to call it anything. We just say meet the PlayStation 5, PlayStation 5 reveal, whatever the hell we want to call it. That thing's going to do yeah. numbers. We don't have to worry about branding and anything. And then having people show up to the next state of play and be like, this isn't anything like the last one. Well, like, no, the last one was a very special occasion. It was us announcing a console. I say Tuesday, May 12th. Imran says June, the week before E3. Uh, you tease before that uh, where you get to see the box and the announcement of the conference or whatever. Greg says May, close to E3, but not during. Wednesday the 13th, taking advantage of Judges Week or whatever replaces it. Technically, everyone who says before E3 is correct. <laughs> <laughs> partial, so, credit for I mean, we, partial credit. Are we still feeling confident in May? And if so, where do we think it's going to land? I'm still, I'm still confident in May. Yeah, like I, don't th- I think that they were planning i you know the bloomberg piece talked about this too right of like planning for a live event that probably won't happen anymore so now i think they just pivoted to some kind of showcase some kind of state of play whatever some kind of digital event and so i think it's you already had people building assets you assume for all this stuff trailers gameplay demos how you're going to package it who's going to host it what it's going to look like that's completely different that's what i think they're not scrambling but what they're working on but i say especially as hungry and like what we're talking about with the dual sense right this is what I was talking uh, about with Blessing the other day of like, 
one of the reasons they said the dual sense right uh had to get out there was that they were shipping shipping it out to their developers so you know it's about to leak uh the bloomberg piece was talking about hey like you know uh, in june the playstation 5 will go into production meaning that somebody on the line is going to sh- is going to snap a photo of what the actual console looks like so you have to have that out before then too like before it gets out to major uh you know, before it gets out to not the mass public, but large numbers of people who aren't Sony employees, you need to have this thing debuted to everybody. So there's nothing, no skeleton in the closet to chase them down. So I still, I mean, I, it's ridiculous. It sounds crazy to say that, oh yeah, it's totally happening in two days. We're into May and that it'll, it'll be this month. It's going to happen, but it has to, right? It has to happen there. And you weren't going to do E3 anyway. So why would you pivot away from that date? I do yeah. think what you were saying about like leaks and security, probably not as much a concern right now. Cause like, Nobody's going home with a PS5 dev kit except for the most senior members of that team. Sure, but I'm not talking about a dev kit. I'm talking about somebody on the line assembling it. Yeah. Uh, I don't like think how, the, remember how the PlayStation, th- PlayStation 3 Slim got like into a resell market before anybody knew what it looked like somehow? Right, but they, they had started producing those at that point. Right now, I imagine a PS5 is like a 3D printed box that they're using for marketing stuff. Yeah. But the actual production probably not going to start till late June. And I assume they will have it revealed before then. Yeah. Uh, when will it be released? Greg says Friday, November 13th. Bless says Friday, November 13th. Imran says Friday, November 6th. And I also say Friday, November 13th. Imran's reasoning was the closer to Black Friday, the harder it'll be to get all the shipments ready. You want to talk about shipment how, problems? Yeah, how, we, how are we feeling about this one? Is do we Are we still confident in November? Or is it going to be like a February? I think they are confident in November, assuming like things don't get cataclysmically bad. Like, assuming that, like, production in China is still up, like, up to par, they think it is, uh, assuming that people, like, stores are open and all that by winter, they will be fine for that. Like, they don't intend to sell a lot this year, but they plan to sell some and at least get that foothold in. The only thing I can see delaying it is if games aren't ready. And that is, a, that is still a big question mark. So I can see them delaying a Horizon or something like that, but if there's just nothing no game is ready for launch, then then they will delete the system. You think so? I think, because I mean, well, no games, like zero games, of course, obviously, but yeah. I think that there'll be un- something. I mean, right, we talk about uh, indies, right? And we talk about things that are just cross-gen or whatever coming out. I think if they're there, you have enough of a reason to, especially with fewer shipments or fewer units being produced and being shipped out, you still have the reason of it's hey the PlayStation Five's here. It runs all your games faster. It loads them faster. It's a better quality experience. And like next year, you're going to get Horizon and this and that and all that jazz. Yeah, I, I imagine think, that'll be the case because like they're gonna sell through. Like we like whatever, however yeah. many they make of this thing, it, it's going to be ridiculously hard to get your hands on one. So it's like they might as well get it out. Sell through is a different question than the marketing of it. Because, like, ask Microsoft, and it's very hard to change the perception of an initial launch. Yeah, yeah. Like, if, they, if the initial launch is there's just no games, for the next year and a half, two years, it's the, that's the theme song of the PS5 is there's no games regardless of what comes out on it. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I feel like that was kind of the case already, though, with the PS4. Like, I remember, like, it, would, it of course, wasn't as dire as it could be uh, if, like, nothing comes out. But I feel like Sony's kind of been through that song and dance also of, like, Man, where are all the games? Like 2014 felt kind of empty uh, when you look at the rest of the generation. Um, I think worst case, or no, no, let me not even say worst case scenario. A thing I can see happening is, and we've talked about this before, like me and Greg, we talked about this before, is like a soft launch 
uh, happening in in fall, and then like you, you you see Sony go harder with marketing um, in the spring. Uh, say if something like Horizon Zero Dawn Dawn got delayed uh, to spring, and they wanted to go hard with that um, and have limited numbers available in the fall, I think that's a likely case. It's definitely an option for them. Like if they do go that route, I think that's the smartest way to do it. But I don't know. I think there's probably two there's probably two executives arguing with each other right now at Sony trying to decide like which of these two methods is the best way to do this. I don't mm-hmm. think I think they will probably just launch in November and they will probably have a game or two that is likely as close to done as it can be done without being released. And they were just sitting on it. If, it, if they if they didn't launch, launch Tsushima this year or didn't announce it several years ago, I think that would have been a great candidate to just be a PS5 launch game. Interesting. So uh, then when will the Series X be released? I say Friday, October 16th. Imran says Thursday, September 17th, Cyberpunk Jeez. launch day. Uh, oh, Les, man. Les says uh, Friday, November 20th, and Greg says Friday, November 6th. I don't stick by that anymore since they said said Thanksgiving on, on that website. Yeah, I'm like yeah, no, it's not going to be September anymore. Yeah, that that whole website thing was weird. I still feel like they want to get out earlier than that. Like Do I feel think- like with Xbox, it's like the earlier the better. I just think that with how the world is right now, all those plans kind of go out the window. Do you think that website thing was intentional? Because no. I started to come around to the idea that like they got people talking about it on the day that controller was revealed. Of being like, hey, also the Xbox is coming. Whoops, we didn't mean to announce that quite yet. That I feel like that's a little too conspiracy theory. It's I like it was too deliberate, I think. I I like the idea that that's what happened, is that they were like, yo, switch it up, man. They're talking about the place. Push Push the website. Press the button. (laughs) Like they already had that graphic pre-made for months because they knew. Um I don't know, man. I I I like the idea of it. Yeah. I don't. I mean, what do you guys think in terms of the launch of of now? I mean, just in general, PS Five and Xbox, just still mid November. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably correct. They both seem yeah bullish that they can uh, get it out for holiday, and that makes sense to me in terms of getting out before Black Friday and being traditional. Then, how much will the PS Five cost? All of us say five hundred. Imran says 400, but he says still deciding between four and five. They'll take a loss if they think Microsoft will undercut them. I think they'll take a loss. I don't think it'll be 400 anymore. I think it'll probably be like 450 at the, like, the biggest loss they're willing to take. But I do think if Microsoft comes out and they say 500, they will try to undercut them. Then the uh, Series X. And is there another series at launch and what will it cost? Bless says 500. And yes, the other will be 350. Greg says 500 and no, the one X is the low end model for now. Imran says 500 and yes, within the first couple months, uh, maybe not launch day and it'll be between three and 350. And I say 500 and yes, hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, because your, your idea is you know, that it's a streaming box. I still stand by, man. Like I think I think a hundred might be a hyperbolic but i do think that it's going to be like 250 or less like i think it's going to be like like let's just get this in freaking houses to get game pass. i mean just today they talked about the 10 million game pass subscribers they want that number higher i don't but think I, what greg was saying is- about one x being like the low-end model now is going to i think basically on what phil spencer has been saying of i think next gen is going to be about faster load times more than teraflops stuff like that that they need a, an actual new console with an SSD built in to play the games the way they expect to play. 
So I don't think they're going to do the whole thing of like, oh, we want Xbox One X to be the low-end version. They want to be able to market on those kind of ideas. Buzz, what were you about to say? I was going to say, my thing is, uh, I think Xbox is going to, I think they want to release a $100 console so badly, but I don't think xCloud and, uh, and like streaming, video game streaming is in a place where they're able to do that yet. I think you'll see that later in the generation where they, where they are like, okay, here's a $100 Xbox series stream or whatever they, whatever they call it. Um, and you know, you're able to, it's, it's xCloud compatible and the whole idea of it is a streaming box. That way they're able to get the, the cost so down um because like for them i think i think the their strategy this this time around is going to be options and giving people as many places to jump into the xbox ecosystem as possible um and so that's kind of how i see it i again i changed my price from the series s uh, down from 350 to 300 um yeah um and then the last two questions here what will be the first party slash exclusive launch titles for xbox and then playstation so, Blast says Halo and Forza Motorsport 8, Fable and Hellblade will be 2021. I say Halo and Forza are the only two big exclusives. Imran says Halo and Dead Rising 5 and Forza. Um, and also this gen third party stuff like Avengers and Cyberpunk. And then Greg says Halo and Forza. So, the only real interesting thing here is, Imran, do you still stand by Dead Rising 5? I think so. I think Capcom is definitely probably cooking something up. They've been weirdly quiet about it. Like, I know, like, there are studios there that are. That, aren't working on anything else that I I would be shocked if they were not working on something like Dead Rising 5. I think the Cyberpunk thing is Cyberpunk came out like that day that they announced Smart Delivery and was like, yeah, it'll be on Xbox Series X as well. Like that, the better version. So I think that kind of counts as a launch game. So I'm sticking by that as well. <laughs> mm. um, then for PlayStation 5, Greg says Horizon 1 Dawn, but it won't be called that. <laughs> Imran says Horizon 2 and Street Fighter 6. Bless says Blue Points game, House Marks game. Uh, I'm not sold on Horizon. Maybe there is no big launch game. And I say there needs to be a big launch game to go up against Halo. Not Spider-Man or God of War, so it has to be Horizon. I still stand by that as a concept, but I just I, I do think that knowing that we're going to have limited supplies, I'm not as sold on them having a big launch game anymore. Yeah, I think both the Xbox Series X and both in the PS5 are going to sell out this holiday. I think both companies know that. So maybe competing right now doesn't make a lot of sense, aside from just putting out the marketing message so people know when there, there actually is console on the store shelves, which yeah. one they want to buy. Yeah. But you, I mean, like, Halo's happening, right? Do we all agree that? Like, that's I, yeah, I think Halo's right? happening. So then the question becomes... If you're PlayStation, wouldn't you want something there to counter it? Wouldn't you want? It? Why not Horizon? And then if we're talking about there, well, there's not as many units out. Don't we get into a Breath of the Wild situation where it launches with the system and then it just is, you know, pretty much a foregone conclusion that when whenever you buy a PlayStation Five for the first year, you're gonna buy Horizon with it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I feel like right, that's still I'm, true if you put out Horizon in the spring, though. Like, I think everybody that has a PlayStation sure, that but buys then a I PS5 think, then I think, well. But I think at that point, you lose the front-line war with Xbox, where it's like, if I, am, if I plan on buying both these, what am I going to buy first? The PlayStation 5, because it can load my games faster, or the Xbox with Halo and the fact they can load my games faster. <laughs> that would be a like, lot of credit to Halo Infinite that I'm not sure is bared out by Halo's uh, recent... I don't know, man. I, I Still, though, I think that this... I think Halo is going to be a huge deal. The one thing that's weird about it, though, is it's also on Xbox One. Like, they don't have to have their own game. They could have, they could make a marketing deal with Call of Duty. 
Of course. And honestly, that would be as big or bigger than Halo. The reason no. with the Halo thing that I get excited and bullish on it is I think Microsoft and 343, right, know that their backs are against the wall. They know that Halo is not Halo anymore. It, you know what I mean? It doesn't have that. And I'm sure they want to get back to that. I think they want to have a God of War moment with it. Will that happen? Who the fuck knows? It's a, that's a tall order to say. But I do think that that game is going to come out and try to be special. That's an interesting thing, too, that I, I feel like I mean, you're absolutely right about that. I Usually. wonder if Halo Infinite, where it's at in development and being complete, because what if it's not ready for November? Yeah. Spencer, he's home stuff, but he the had Xbox, some like, did they delay the Xbox then? Yeah, he had some concerns about that. He, like, he didn't say directly, like, oh, it's a problem. He said, if it does become a problem, then that becomes an issue for when that game gets or that console gets launched. Yeah. Because I feel like they can't launch it without it. Yeah. Halo Infinite. Like, what would it be? Like a grab by the ghoulies remaster or something? Like, <laughs> they don't have a whole lot of other options for like a big launch game. Yeah. Hellblade's Perfect. not going to do it. Dark. That was that was the rumor for that was the rumor for Initiative's game. It was Perfect Dark. Yeah, because the 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 rumor was there. Somebody basically came out and said that like the game would involve like I think gadgets and like like stuff that you would expect in Perfect Dark, like uh, technology and aliens or whatever. Um, and so people were like, oh yeah, they're obviously working on Perfect Dark. I'm not sold on it, but we'll see. Perfect Dark Zero was the most I've ever did disappointed by a game, I think. <sighs> oh, man, DMC2 was it for me, but <laughs> uh, Perfect Dark Zero was. Oof. Superman 64. <laughs> God, like that sucks that like that was it for you. Yeah. I can imagine how excited you'd be for a Superman game. And then you get that. <laughs> Start playing it, and you're like, this isn't uh -oh. Superman at all. Whoa. What are these rings? Oh, man. Um, just doing a little lightning round real quick. I'm, I want to go through a whole bunch of just random predictions we made and like, let's just give uh like, do we, yes or no? Um, Greg says Halo Infinite's Metacritic is 90 or above on December 31st. I'm going to say yes. I'm sticking with it. I'm going to say no. It's surprisingly hard to get a 90 these days. Yeah. Imran says say yes. Switch Pro will be released within the next two years. Yes. I'm going to say the yes. No. Yes. How come, Greg? I want to be different. There we go. There <laughs> we go. The Switch Pro is such a weird idea. So I, and, but I'm a stupid moron because even the, I guess the new DS ride is good enough for that would be the Switch Pro to you people. Yeah. So they put the, yeah. Like not a Switch more processing. Definitely not like a 4K Switch or like a, um, uh, like not Switch Pro is in PS4 Pro, but Switch Pro. No, no. What do they like call the new the new 3DS new Lite or whatever DS, the fuck yeah. it was? Yeah. yeah, I think it's a, if it's a thing that makes it look better than it works on a launch system, then I think it cancels the Switch Pro. It has different branding. Like a Switch One Point Five. Bless as Microsoft buys, don't nod. Life is Strange Three announced as exclusive. I I still stick by Microsoft's going to buy, don't nod. Life is Strange is owned by Square Enix, and so if they wanted to have that as exclusive, they want to partner with Square Enix, which I think is possible, but I think it'd probably be easier just to have them make a new IP. And so I'm going to say that. And just some fun stuff there. Uh, you, your reasoning was, tell me why it's already Xbox exclusive. Um, episodic games need financial support of a big studio. And Greg says, yep. that's why Microsoft requires Deck 9, the people that did before the storm, for the same reason. They haven't announced another game yet. I think... I want to amend that one because I think Square Enix buys Deck Nine this year. Ooh, I think they're probably they probably have them working on another Life is Strange kind of thing. Yeah, and then they like trust them with that sort of 
I don't know how Square Enix felt about Life is Strange 2 at the end of the day, but I wouldn't be shocked if they were kind of disappointed in the sales. Sure. So I think they they probably go to Deck Nine and say, "Hey, what can you do with it? We're going to trust you with the next the keys to this franchise for the next thing." Ryan Clement's I, dream come true. He works at Square. <laughs> Full circle. Um, I say Marvel versus Capcom instead. It's just Marvel fighting game made by Capcom. I do think it's going to happen. I just don't. I don't know. When, I don't think it's going to be this year for sure. But I do they, think. Oh, this was next gen bets. Yeah, yeah, I think they've released a fighting game since six or not, since uh, Infinite. Infinite so they've. They're probably working on something. There's a fighting game division, so I'm just curious what that next thing is. I hope it's this. Um, Greg says the real streaming race in five years isn't with Stadia, but it's xCloud, Amazon, and PlayStation in the rear. Yep. Hell yeah. I can yeah. see it. Stadia, right they still there. seem very confused about what that thing is and how they should be marketing it at all. Yep. Uh, Imran says Valve is next in the streaming space, but making Steam by making stream sorry by making <laughs> Steam games also streamable. Yeah, I stand by it. Isn't that just what uh, Nvidia GeForce Now is doing? Yeah, but they didn't get anyone to agree, and I'm sure yeah, they keep losing games from it. <laughs> yeah. That would make sense for for Valve to like be like, hey, we'll just do it ourselves, so that yeah, and maybe developers will have as much of a problem with it. Or it's Imran- like if you if you sign if you're going to sell your game on Steam, you have to agree to this thing. Mm, yeah, that would be that would be a big dick move. Yeah, holy crap! Imran also says probably once Google sells them their Stadia backbone. I don't think that's going to happen in the next couple of years, but I think it'll happen eventually. I don't think Google's in this for the long haul. Uh, Bless says GTA Five will be re-released in some new edition for next gen, either graphical overhaul or new single player content akin to Persona Five Royal. Um, I forgot I said this. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you I, I, I stand by it. I'm, I'm a wow. genius. That's happening. Still yeah, it. 100%. It ain't happening. Are you kidding me? GTA happening. 5 2? Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> um, I say we will not see remasters like last generation. Instead, just patches for late gen games and they'll be free. Smart delivery. I totally stand by that. And I feel like I get a point. Um, although <laughs> wow. we'll see the PlayStation the, the side of things. Key wording to that one is the fact that they said third parties have an option to do it. And that is going to be the thing. Guys, like, who's going to choose to be the first dick to go? No, yeah. we're not going to do it. We're going to sell a new game. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Greg says uh, Tim Schafer leaves Double Fine this generation. He's not going to retire. I stand by it. See how he likes Microsoft. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. I feel like everybody's left everything by the by the by uh, the end of this generation already. So, <laughs> Tim Schafer leaves Psychonauts too, and then yeah, we'll stick around a while more. But I think he'll get out. Imran coming through. Resident Evil 4 remake two to three years from now. If it's not in development now, it will be once they see our three sales. It's one of the best games of all time, so touching it anyway will be difficult, but I think they can do it. Yeah, I mean, I knew that. or I guessed that before, like the very specific things about it being a rumor came out. I still think, yes, it's going to be extremely difficult for them to do. You saw the reaction once that rumor came out. Everyone was like, no, don't, don't remake RE4. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm I excited, think man. Yeah. They need to stop there. They can't do anything past that. Just don't even try at that point. Uh, Let's see. Bless says, by the end of the generation, one, PS5 will outsell in the beginning, but by the end, Xbox will catch up and compete with the number of active users. Two, Ninja Theory will be widely regarded as their premier studio, their Naughty Dog. I stand by all of it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, me too. I will say it was weird how... What's the, the dismissive they treated that last Ninja Theory game? Like it sort of came out and nobody talked about it. And Microsoft especially. Oh, Bleeding Edge. Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't weird, know right? what that was. Like that's not even like 
that's like Naughty Dog coming out and putting out like um, Balaborn. Like it's just such such a weird. <laughs> <laughs> like it really, I it is bizarre. I don't understand what their vision was that what was with that. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it a was weird a, one. it was such a strange thing. I don't know. I, I like I understand they were working on that game before Microsoft bought them, but at that point, like, if the product's not coming together, just axe it. You have a lot of money. You're Microsoft. But it's also Game Pass, where it's just like there's just another there's a new thing for people to play you know yeah. it's like and i feel like th- this could be kind of the bad side of of game pass where it's kind of like netflix where it's like not everything's gonna be stranger things you're gonna also get a lot of stuff that's just kind of there but people want content i think what that game should have been it should have been free to play for everybody on pc and xbox but if you have a game pass subscription you get like a, a season of new costumes or whatever as long as you're subscribed hmm. like that should have been that game yeah I don't know why they made it like a $30 game that was just free on Game Pass as well. Because yeah, I mean, maybe that's what... Right? Nobody talks about it, it seems like. Nobody plays. I remember the numbers being bad the first week, but I haven't heard any updates or anybody talk about it. Yeah. They sent yeah, it to die. Maybe their strategy was like, hey, instead of making it free to play, we'll just make it free on Game Pass. And that'll be like the... Like, that'll essentially be it being free to play in order to sell the system. Or sell the... the Not the system. Like the uh, Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if that's panned out for them in, in, in the right way. I mean, it's a it's a good look into the future of that other the Obsidian game, Grounded. Grounded, yeah. yeah. The like, tiny people game. That's yeah. gonna be exactly the tiny the same. people game. <laughs> it's gonna be. It just releases one day, and it's gonna be like, what, really? And then no one will talk about it again. Yeah. Um, I say the next Mario Kart will be the highest selling Switch game by the end of all things, and with an insane adoption rate. I still stand by this. Although I will say the Animal Crossing sales numbers have very much surprised me. Yeah, it was like fastest selling. Like one of the best selling games of all time, period, or something like that. It's ridiculous, and I it's going to be hard for any game to match those that same criteria in context again. Yeah, I I don't I don't know if I stick by a new Mario Kart being the the best selling game on the Switch anymore. Like with, with Animal Crossing and with also uh, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe being a thing. Like yeah. I think I think two Mario Karts being on the same console then probably like dampens the second one sales a bit because people already have Mario Kart. Um, See, but it's so old. My my argument here is that I think that all of these things just add up to this being the case. The Animal Crossing selling as well as it did, and the Switch selling as well to new people currently. The, mm-hmm. Those type of people that are playing Animal Crossing are also interested in Mario Kart. And We're also, that, I think that eventually they will buy this next one. Now that Animal Crossing's out, Nintendo's kind of out of their big sellers. Like they've done the Pokemon, they've done the all that stuff. So the next thing is. Do you do sequels to all these games, or do you go like to the kind of older stuff that you don't touch that often? And I think they're probably going to try to try to middle ground of like, yeah, sequel to Zelda, sequel to Mario Odyssey. I could see Mario Kart being one of those. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Greg says this one breaks my heart. There will be no PSVR two. We were just talking about this the other day. Yeah, I, I stand by that one. I think that yeah. COVID what has I- helped. What actually, <laughs> what actually gets me thinking you're right is the controller, because yep. they removed the light bar from the front, so now there's like the there's hope. no VR way to see it. There's the hope that the read on that, and I always fuck it up because I'm I love VR, but I don't know the tech well. But the hope is, from what I've heard online, is that the mm-hmm. controller uh, light bar being brighter and on top of the controller moves it to being the array, the camera inside the thing, kind of like Oculus, like an Quest. inside-out tracking. Exactly. So it would be looking at the controller's light from a top. Rather than trying to look oh, at you across the TV, I could see that, but yeah, 
I it, just it really depends on what PSVR is or PSVR I, I, two is. Yeah. I, I like I said when we did this originally, I believe that they have the best intention of making a PSVR two. I believe it's in development right now. I bet they have a whole bunch of different things in in progress for it. But it's like we were talking about. Uh, this week right bless with uh iron man vr you know uh hey here guess what everybody uh last of us and iron man vr delayed indefinitely hey guess what everybody here's last of us and uh ghost of shima's new release date okay what about iron man vr and you start following that back of i think they're going to want that out before playstation 5 so i think it's kind of just going to be pushed out there but if they're trying to keep it out of the way of the other two games it gets closer to playstation 5 was there going to be a bundle for it is there still going to be a bundle for it because iron man and marvel right are a good entry point to get you into playstation vr but am i if i haven't gotten into playstation vr yet am i now going to look at buying this bundle for iron man and then also think about buying a playstation 5 down the road i just feel like they not even their fault here the way the dominoes fell with delaying iron man initially and then this giant delay or whatever i think it's put them into a lose-lose scenario of getting it out and not moving more psvr units you're gonna have a good sell-through for that game and attach rate for that game but i don't think it's going to lead to a huge spike like they probably wanted in terms of adoption of the hardware if you can't get that why do you you don't market a game in a very passive way of saying like okay here's footage of this video game to yeah. market a VR game requires somebody to actually have a VR helmet on, yep. which yeah. they usually do person to person. Like, yep. like I've talked to my the other day. Like, when we're at the mall near the studio, they had those patient VR setups. Yep, they can't have those anymore. They're nope. not going to have them next year or the year after. And is people are just not going to want to put on a helmet. And is anybody at any airport? Because I've seen them there too. Mall or trade show going to be like, yeah, let me strap this thing on my face. I saw this sweaty stranger walk walk away from it. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, last couple here that I want to talk about. Greg says another Simpsons hit and run game this generation, either remastered or two. I know the Fire developers have been saying they wanted to do a remaster. I don't remember. Like, I think it was an issue of the who holds the rights is not developing video games anymore, or something like that. But I know that they are trying to push. Forward. I hope it happens. It'll happen. Cool, Greg needs. I, this. Yeah. I think there'll be a remaster for Cooler sure. Who deserves this? If SpongeBob rehydrated can happen, that, that's the thing. Can happen. That's yeah. the thing, man. Um, and then the final one, the bonus from Bless, and oh, I love it so much. It's not going to happen, but Naughty Dog's next new IP after Last of Us will be a Mission Impossible inspired espionage heist adventure that keeps the spirit of the big budget high action set pieces of Uncharted, but mixes that with an intricate, engaging narrative, third person action gameplay, and a new main character that will act as a new face of PlayStation. I want it, and it's gonna be called, and it's gonna be called Naughty Dog's Agent. Yeah, I thought the note was I said <laughs> called Agent in the the last one. I watched the Agent trailer recently. I want that game. I'm so sad it's not <laughs> it's not happening because it looks it looked dope. Here's the um, thing, bless what you're describing is what people think the initiative game is. So I kind of wonder if like a perfect dark game is basically just what you're saying here. I God, I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> And oh, imagine man. that rivalry, right? Like next gen, <laughs> the, the rivalry becomes Perfect Dark versus Agent, like I from mean, the two big console developers. That is the point of the initiative: is Microsoft wants their own Naughty Dog, and they like got people together who were specifically like from our Sony San Diego or Santa Monica rather, and like other big AAA studios and Crystal Dynamics and stuff like that to make a big AAA game for them, That's in the vein of like a, an Uncharted or a Last of Us. So if that is Perfect Dark, it is kind of what you're describing here. Man, Hell, I yes. want it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Stay tuned for the post show if you are a patreon.com slash kind of funny games supporter. We appreciate you and we will see you 
right after this.